So everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is the very first episode of Hoops with Coop. I am your host, Noel Guerra. This is the very first episode, and I would like to introduce my good friend, my good pal of Wizards fandom, Dominic. How do you say your last name? Massimino. Dominic Massimino, everyone. Uh, would introduce yourself. Tell me, uh, tell the audience what you do, and you know everything about you know Wizards fandom and all of that. Yeah, sure thing. So um, both Noel and I write for uh, Wiz of Oz, which is a fan-sided uh, website uh, covering uh, the Washington Wizards. Um, a lot of great work put out there uh, from us and uh, from our colleagues over at Wiz of Oz. So please check that out. Um, I uh, work as a sp- uh, local sports reporter uh, in Northern California for a small newspaper um, in the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas. I uh, cover high school sports and um, some junior college basketball. So uh, I'm a big fan of, of sports all over, but uh, I've been a Wizards fan for a long time. Grew up in Tacoma Park, uh, right on the edge of D.C. So, um, yeah, the uh, Wizards got a, a a strong place close to my heart. Love that. Love that. You know, so as Wizards fans, you know, we've gone through a lot of turmoil and heartache over the years, I would say. But for this season, as of right now, looking at the standings, we're 11 and 11, just at 500, had a tough loss last night. And, you know, the season, we're kind of in this middle ground, I would say. What are your takes so far, like, throughout the season for these first 22 games? Yeah, I mean, a lot of takes, (laughs) I would say. (laughs) Um, You know, it's still early days, but at the same time, you know, 22 games into the season, that's like you know, it's, uh, it's over a quarter of the way in. So um, starting to see some trends developing um, some good, some not so good. Um, <laughs> the, the first real takeaway though, for me this season, um, and there's been kind of some, some buzz uh, in wizards media circles around this is just kind of the emergence of um, this quote unquote, big three. Um, it kind of began as a joke uh, before we got to see them uh, spend a lot of time on the court together. Um, you know, very kind of so wizards of us to uh, consider the three players in Bradley Beal, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma to be a big three. But um, their play on the court has, I think, surprised a lot of people, myself included. Um, they're all um, each of them are averaging over 20 points a game. Um, I think their their averages as a trio are um close to 66 points a game, 20 rebounds a game and 12 assists per game. Um, so those three are really driving um, the Wizards offense. Um, and uh, in terms of both Kuzma and KP kind of big assets for the Wizards defense as well, which as we know has uh, been a weak point in the past. So I think their, their emergence has just been kind of um, uh, sort of a revelation this season. I definitely say, so watching them, it's weird because it's like, yeah, they're they are a big three, but I feel as though the number one player on the team has not really been the number one player on the team. Like every time I watch, like for instance, like watching last night, I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, Bradley Beal might be the third best player on the Wizards right now. Like, and that, and that's just the vibe that I've been getting all year, where you know that I believe it was a four or five game stretch where he was out, and it's just Kuzma and KP and they're taking over games one game KP's taking over the next game Kuzma's taking over and we're winning games and 
there's just I don't know how you feel, but for me there's just something off when Beal is on the court. There's just something off when he's like the head honcho. I feel as though, and I don't know what it is, but it's just this. I I don't know how to describe it. It's weird because it's like I watch KP and KP looks like old KP, which is a revelation to say the least. He's been healthy so far, knock on wood. He has looked really good offensively, like very good offensively. And then Kuzma, another season of him getting better. That's the biggest joy I've gotten out of this season has been KP and Kuzma. But with Beal, I feel like as though I feel as though there's something missing, and I don't know if you feel the same way or not. Yeah, so uh, I have a few kind of takeaways to that um, from that. Rather, um, I think uh, I would push back a little bit on the idea that um, of those three, you know, Brad is uh, the the kind of the third of the trio. I think um, we have a tendency uh, as Wizards fans to take a little bit for granted what um what brad brings to the floor um on a night-to-night basis especially with that price tag that's been attached to him uh with his uh, new contract that he inked but um i will say this i think um you're onto something in that i think kp has been the most important player for the wizards this season if not the best, if that makes sense. I, I, I still believe that um, in terms of uh, a talent, in terms of ability, Bradley Beal's the best player on this team um, at his best. But I think um, KP and to a lesser extent Kuzma have been um, the reason why we are seeing the Wizards play a brand of basketball that's making us bang our heads against the wall a little bit less than we normally would. Um, so I think you're onto something there. And then speaking to, to your point of, things kind of looking a little bit um, different, sometimes worse out there um, when Brad is playing. To me, that is more of a um, uh, of a chemistry thing than it is a, a basketball reason. Um, I think on a group like this, where you have a lot of unproven um, young guys and you have uh, somebody who just signed one of the most lucrative deals in all of basketball, um, in Brad playing at the same time. I think uh, when those guys get to be on the floor without Brad, they play a little freer. They play um, uh, a little bit smoother. And when Brad is out there, I think they feel the need to defer to him. Um, So the ball can sometimes stick with Brad a little bit more. Um, Guys are a little bit less aggressive, uh, especially looking at, uh, say, Denny, um, Kispert, uh, those guys. They're, They're looking to give the ball up a little bit more. Um, really high up the court uh, rather than kind of going to work on their own, which is what we want to see from them. So um, that's kind of my take on, on what you're uh, seeing with that. But I, I definitely think you're onto something there. Yeah, definitely bringing up Denny. Denny does seem hesitant when he's on the court. Um, it's just that young guy jitters, I feel as though, where it's just like, okay, I know like this is the guy on the team. Like, let me give him the ball. You know, some people have that, that heat check type of confidence, you know, just some players can or will go into a game and just be like, I'm going to get my shots. Like first name, I don't know why I came to mind was like a young Jordan Clarkson. Like he's going to like, I'm going to come in here and like, I'm going to put a these shot. Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Denny, you know, he's the opposite. Denny is very, he, he seems like a lot wise, like wiser beyond his years. So he can get a little timid at times, but 
I do like what he's doing. Kispert has, you know, he, he's been improving. There are some aspects of the team that are just not clicking. Uh, Will Barton, he's just not clicking. I don't, I just, I don't know. I, I feel as though the last two years he's been a starter. And, you know, for him to like really come off the bench and have to play this secondary role, I don't think he's used to that. You know, he, especially on the Nuggets team last year, he was probably the second option scoring wise behind Jokic. You know, Aaron Gordon isn't that much of a score. He's kind of a slasher, you know, cutter, you know, Jokic gives him the ball, whereas Will Barton was pretty much the second creator of that team. And it's just not working, especially, you know, if he comes into the game and, you know, a Beal, Kuzma, or KP are in the game because, you know, they're going to get the ball. So I feel as though Will Barton isn't clicking. Uh, the loss of DeLon Wright, I the it was the greatest four-game stretch I've seen from a backup guard ever. That's what it felt like. I felt like he was always on the ball. I always felt as though he was going to get a steal when he wanted to. He was going to pressure the opposing backcourt of every team, and he was going to make it difficult. And losing him really hurt. And that's something that only Wizards fans, like us Wizards fans, will like ever realize. Because some people might, it's DeLon Wright. But no, DeLon Wright was about to be a difference maker. And it just sucks that he's gone. Um, are there any other takeaways? Like, you know, do you have any thoughts on Rui? I know it's contract year. I, we don't know if we're going to bring him back or not. You know, we didn't extend him, obviously. Do you think Rui is is the right person for the future? Do you think Rui has a place on the Wizards? Uh, I love Rui. Um, I do, too. I love Rui. Even Special only, place in my heart. Yeah, even only just uh, from a from a naive kind of fan perspective. I really love Rui. Um, I have uh, seen floated around. Um, Brian Windhorse, I think, uh, reported that um, uh, the Wizards might be one of the interested suitors in Jay Crowder, um, who uh, has been upset and sitting out for uh, the Suns for a while now this season. Um he would offer something uh, very useful to the Wizards. Again, it would be kind of a a uh, a so Wizards kind of move to to bail on a a uh, former first round draft pick for kind of an established vet. Um, but given the 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 Wizards outlook on this uh, season and the the few seasons ahead, kind of trying to capitalize on um, Bradley Beal's best few years uh, that he still has ahead of him, hopefully. Um, it, it kind of would make sense to make that move. Um, and I think the fit would be a little better. I, I don't really see, I see Rui as being expendable on this team, given the emergence of Kuzma. Um, that wasn't the case, obviously, before um, he arrived in DC, but definitely, definitely. Since then, I mean, like, you know, there was this um, explosion in Rui's three point shooting at the end of last season, which is um, kind of withered away or rather returned to the norm uh, a little bit in the beginning of this season. Um, he's still a pretty unwilling defender, a pretty unwilling passer. Uh, I just think that if Rui is going to, um, you know, surpass where he's at right now as a player, it's not going to be in DC. So it might end up being the best move for everybody to to move on. It sucks. It sucks. I love, I love him so much. Like as a guy, like as just a person, like it's just something about him. Like I really love, I thought the Japan, the Japan games, you know, seeing him, you know, kind of look like a superstar, obviously in his native country, I was like, okay, this is going to be the season for Rui. 
I was I was getting myself kind of worked up. Like he looks like he looks ready, and it's just like how you said with Kuzma. I didn't expect Kuzma to be this good. You know, coming in, you know, coming from LA, I, I there's this you know kind of group of players where you can you can label them as like the Los Angeles Lakers All Stars, the New York Knicks All Stars, where it's like they look good because they're always on TV or like they look good from like a different perspective. But then when you take them out of effect, yeah. Yeah. Like you take them out of there and you're just like, Oh, they're just another guy. And I thought that's what we were going to get with Kuzma, but it has been the complete opposite. I love Kuz, but like you said, that makes Rui, you know, very expendable. And if we could get a veteran like Jay Crowder, or, you know, just shipping them off for, you know, other young pieces for a team that might want to give them an extension and might look at him as a future for, you know, for their foreseeable future. Maybe. But, I mean, I do love Rui. Um, there are other pieces that I feel as though this team is very deep, but there are players that are expendable. So, you know, you have players like a Will Barton, I believe is on an expiring. You have Rui on an expiring. You have young guys like Kisper, Denny. Jo- I guess we could throw in Johnny Davis. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that's. I I personally I'm tired of the <laughs> I'm tired of the um trying to dig into Johnny Davis just until we see more of him. I feel like it's just I feel like everything that can be said about what we have <laughs> seen about Johnny Dav- of Johnny Davis has been said. Um, and you know I'm no uh, I don't. I don't claim to be a, a draft analyst or anything like that. Uh, we got a lot, a lot more um, intelligent people in the wizards kind of draft space who have said a lot about um, Johnny Davis, but I think uh, he, we just need to see more. Uh, he needs a little bit of time to develop, needs some time to get his confidence in the NBA. Um, he made, he made, I want to catching up on his, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, have you been catching I was going to say, have you been catching up on his go-go stuff? I haven't. I haven't been really paying attention. He had a couple of good um, – yeah, so Matt Maderno, uh, if if you follow him on uh, Twitter, um, has done a bunch of great work um, covering the go-go, probably some of the best in uh, in the Wizards kind of fan media space. Um, and uh, so I followed him a little bit. He had a, a couple of pretty decent games, and I want to say he made his first um, – his first NBA jumper uh, in this most recent game before the, before the Nets game in garbage time. To be in. Um, so, you know, I, there's something there. I, I'm <laughs> for my own personal sanity. I, I just try to, uh, I'm going to try and yeah, <laughs> he was our draft pick until uh, he's developed a little bit and we can maybe see something more from him. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I think there are going to be some moves made Um at the deadline with this wizards team um just because i i think with the deal contract they're they're pretty locked in on like trying to compete whether or not they're going to actually be able to in this uh, talented eastern conference so um i wouldn't be surprised if we see um barton moved if we see really moved um guys who don't really fit into uh what the wizards plan for the future is which it looks to be try and win as many games as they can right now so i wouldn't be surprised if they went out after somebody like um, Terry Rozier or Jay Crowder, people who can really help uh, with them now, fill some spots that they need. Definitely wouldn't mind any moves. Okay, so last question before we go. What do you think is going to be the, 
what do you think is going to happen at, by the end of the season? Where do you think the Wizards are going to stand? Yeah, so uh, on the last podcast I went on, um, shout out uh, Brandon Scott at Oliver uh, on the, the Locked On Wizards podcast. They asked me this question. Um, uh, I think they posed the question over under 44 wins. Um, and I said under 41, um, 41 was my guess. Uh, I think given what we've seen so far, I think I can still stick with that. The Wizards have a tendency to um, to go on these uh, kind of tough runs of games in the kind of third quarter of the season. Um, and so I think even though they're at exactly at 500 now, I think they might slip just a couple games. Um, but yeah, I think probably around... 41 wins, probably in the play-in. Um, but I got to say, I, you know, it's with KP, with Kuzma, with Brad um, playing effectively, it's a lot more fun basketball to watch. So I'm thankful for that. Thanksgiving was a while ago, but I'm thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Dominic, thank you so much. Uh, definitely, everyone, give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, we will be posting his uh, Twitter on uh below on uh on the description and yeah definitely give him a follow check up on all his work for wiz of oz and see you next time thank you take care appreciate it noel